This Thursday, July 27th, MLB betting picks episode of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday evening, currently 5.07 on the East Coast, here to get into the five-game schedule on Thursday, a very, very short slate on Thursday in the MLB, Uh, but as we usually do, we'll handicap. All five, all four of the five games for you, and we'll get to that in a minute here. But joining me to help me break it all down, you guys know him as a voice, of course, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how you feeling, my man? Feeling a little good. Uh, back home uh, in the studio in my own chair, so it feels good to be back home. Uh, had a good trip. But, yeah, we had some day baseball today. It was good. Uh, Cleveland gets gets us there for the run line. But other than that, uh, Marlins, impressive win over the Rays down in uh, yeah. the Battle of Florida. But, yeah, other than that, love to have day baseball. Yeah, the Marlins burned me a little bit. I took the Rays on the run mm. line, minus one and a half. And anytime I was betting on the Miami Marlins, uh, they couldn't seem to put up a run against the Rockies. <laughs> so I, that's just a game of baseball. But yeah. I did bounce back with uh, the over in the Twins and Mariners game I gave out as my lock yesterday. So nice. Uh, no sweat off of the back, um, at least for today. I know, like I mentioned, it's a short slate. For Thursday, so uh, a bit of a news, obviously, the uh, game between the Tigers and the Angels, which was going to be played on Wednesday, got postponed and now is turned into a doubleheader on Thursday. So you'll get two games uh, between the Angels and the Tigers. Same pitching matchup uh, as we discussed on the pod yesterday with myself, Mal, and Lante. So it's still seeing... Uh, Michael Lorenzen and Patrick Sandoval in, I believe, game one. And then the second game, uh, we'll get to that in a minute, um, between Chase Selseth and I believe it's Matt Manning on the mound for the Detroit Tigers. Um, Do have some lines available um, on the odd screen. I know some of the books only have one game right now, which is between the Nationals and the Mets. But I do see it on the odd screen that the lines are starting to pop up, so I will reference to that. But... Uh, before we get going here, let me tell everyone about the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGP Patreon. Ton of exclusive content, contests, and merch just for our patrons. Plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGENs. There's even a Discord channel. Just for patrons, the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support SGPN. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon to check it all out. Again, that's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, Dylan. Uh, like I mentioned, five games, two of which are the or two of which is a doubleheader between the Angels and Tigers, like I mentioned. Um so we'll start with the first game on the board for tomorrow. 
um, is going to be a 110 Eastern start between the Angels and the Tigers. I'm seeing Chase Selseth is going to get the start here for the Angels in game one of the doubleheader. And Matt Manning is going to get the start here for the Detroit Tigers in the first game. Uh, lines in this game, I am currently seeing anywhere from minus 110 to even money. Uh, minus 110 for the Angels. And total is set at nine uh, for the first game between these two teams. Uh, Dylan, take us away for this game one. What are you thinking? Yeah, give me the small puppy. I actually made the Tigers a minus 115 favorite over the Halo. So I'm happy to take that even plus price that you mentioned at home. Uh, good game yesterday between these two. You know, Tigers fought late. They took the lead and then Angels winded up winning by one. But for this game, I actually think the Tigers have the pitching advantage with Manning on the mound. I know Chase doesn't really go long into games for the Angels, but usually uh, even when he is pitching on the road, he just hasn't looked good in my opinion. His hard hit rate has been high on the road this season he does give up more runs and i like the way matt manning has pitched at home this season small sample size only two starts but he hasn't allowed a run in his two starts at home his hard hit rate is in the in the low 30s in both of those games so i do think they have the pitching advantage here at home uh so for the first game i i, I do like the tigers here at the even money yeah, Matt Manning, uh, like you mentioned, at least in this home starts, I know it's only like you mentioned two game sample, but they were against competent offenses in the Blue Jays and the uh, San Diego Padres. I know the game against the Padres, you only pitched two innings, but they went on to lose that game. Did the Tigers fourteen to three? But Matt Manning did his job. Maybe he got the he got the hook too quickly in that game. But um, other than that, yeah, he's been pretty solid for this uh, Tigers rotation. Kind of questionable on why he got pulled early in that Saturday start against the uh, uh, Padres. But nonetheless, like you mentioned, Ch- Chase Selseth, at least on the road so far this season, five appearances, has uh, allowed six earned runs and 10 and one-thirds innings pitch. He's also allowed five walks in that span to only eight strikeouts, two home runs he's also allowed uh, in those games. He did have a good start in um, back on Wednesday, last Wednesday, against the New York Yankees. Five and two-thirds innings pitch, only allowed one earned run, which was a home run. Two walks, but he did also have 10 strikeouts in that game. But, yeah, I'm with you here, uh, Dylan. I think that the Tigers do have the edge in this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Tigers on the money line here with you. Uh, so Tigers money line for me as well. Slightly towards the under, but uh, not much for me on the total. Did you have anything on the total? Yeah, it's sitting around nine. Slight lean toward the under. I made my total 8.5, so... Yeah, I would lean under as well. All right. Uh, so the second game of a doubleheader, again, it's Michael Lorenzen versus Patrick Sandoval. So if you missed that handicap, you can go back to the Wednesday pod and listen to that one um, between those two pitchers. So we'll move on to the nightcap here. Uh, we have the Washington Nationals. They are in uh, New York uh, City to take on the New York Mets uh, at City Field. 7-10 Eastern start. I'm seeing Josiah Gray is going to get the start here for the Washington Nationals. And Kodai Senga gets a start here for the New York Mets. Currently seeing that the Mets are a minus 195 home favorite, plus 165 on the money line for the Washington Nationals. Total is set at nine in this game. Run line minus one and a half, even money for the Mets and for the Washington Nationals, plus one and a half, minus 120 here, D Rock. We got your Mets. Uh, they're starting to win some games here. We got Kodai Senga at home. What are you thinking about this matchup? 
Yeah, uh, should be a good pitching matchup, I think. Uh, I saw the opening number. The Mets opened like a minus 230, minus 240 yeah, favorite. I saw that and as I, well. Oh, my God. I, I don't even want to lay $2 with them. So I, I only made the Mets a minus 205 favorite. So we're kind of close to me taking the dog, to be honest. But uh, for the show, I do like the over eight and a half. Uh, I got it at eight and a half. Even at a nine, I like it. I made my total 9.1. Uh, I know Sanga has been better at home this season than on the road, but the way these two teams have been swinging the bat, I, I think we can see a higher scoring game. The Nationals, they've been averaging 6.6 runs per game in their last five games, while the Mets, they're averaging 4.7 runs per game in their last five. So we've seen these two teams play high scoring affairs between them. Three of the last five games have gone over the number. And if we look at Jojo Gray in his last three starts, all three of them have gone over the total. So we're seeing some high scoring games there. We got winds blowing out right by uh, LaGuardia Airport as well. So I think we could see runs tomorrow. I like the over. I would also like uh, look at K- Sanga's K prop. I know mm-hmm. Nationals don't strike out, but in his last five home starts, he sat down nine, eight, eight, nine, and three. He's averaging 7.5 strikeouts at home this season. And the last time he did versus the Nationals, he did strike out seven. So if it's around five and a half, six and a half, I, I would hit the, uh, hit the over on that. But yeah, looking towards the over and uh, Sanga's K prop. Yeah, that was my first look in this game when I did see Senga on the mound uh, was going to be his strikeout props. That number is obviously not out yet, but anything uh, six and a half or below, I will be on the over. Um, and everything that you know, D-Rock just mentioned about how good he's been at home. And just look at his split so far this season from home to road um, at home at City Field. Three and two with a 2.50 ERA in nine home starts. Allowed 14 earned runs in 50 and one-thirds innings pitched. On the road, he's 4-3 and three with a 4.07 ERA, 22 earned runs allowed, and 42 in uh, 48 in two-thirds innings pitch. So definitely more comfortable at City Field. And like you know, you mentioned there, D-Rock, that the Mets offense is starting to you know produce some runs um, and, and get some hits and scoring some runs. So I think that's kind of a breath of fresh air. Um, and even post-All-Star break in, two starts for Kodai Senga. Doesn't have a decision yet, but he still has a 2.89 ERA. He's only allowed three earned runs and nine and one-thirds innings pitched. 12 strikeouts in those two games thus far uh, post-All-Star break for Kodai Senga. Josiah Gray... Um, I think that one thing that kind of did stick out to me was his history against the New York Mets. Um, since the 2021 season, he's faced this Mets team four times. He has a one and two record with an 8.00 ERA. And again, he did face this Mets team back on April 25th, where he threw six shutout innings, allowed only four hits, nine strikeouts in that game. But I think that was a completely different Mets team back in April compared to what we're seeing now, at least over this last week or so here. Um, but prior to that, he he had gotten into trouble against his Mets team. Uh, he allowed six earned runs back in the 2021 uh, start. And then last season in two starts against his Mets team, four innings pitch, allowed four earned runs, took a loss in that matchup. And then September 2nd of 2022, last season, five innings pitch, allowed six earned runs in that game. And then prior to the start, like I mentioned, over the last um, – Prior to this season's start, he also gave up the home run ball. He allowed five home runs in those three starts uh, prior to this season, did JoJo Gray. So um, maybe a Mets team total is something I will be looking at. I'm going to dig a little more into this matchup. As far as the side, 
Obviously, don't want to lay the minus 195 price, but I would look at probably the run line here, minus one and a half at even money for the Mets. But Sanga uh, strikeouts for sure, and then uh, also looking at the Mets team total to go over in this game uh, against JoJo Gray. Uh, All right, before we continue the conversation here, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. And they're available in ton of markets, plus plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $1 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and make sure to use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com using promo code SGPN. All right, let's get over to the next game on the slate for Thursday. It's going to be a NL Central matchup. We have the Chicago Cubbies. Uh, they are traveling to St. Louis to take on the Cardinals, a 745 Eastern start. Justin Steele is getting the start here for the Chicago Cubbies, and Miles Mikolas gets the start here for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, lines for this game, I am seeing the St. Louis Cardinals are a minus 114 home favorite, plus 104 on the money line for the Cubs. Total is set at eight and a half. Um, D-Rock, what do you got for this game between the Cubs and the Cardinals? Yeah, I didn't see lines up yet, but uh, I did see, because I guess there was a TBD, but I did see Justin Steele going. But yeah, I made the Cubs a minus 120 favorite, minus one and a half. I need a plus 140. I made my total 8.8. So I I guess I got to take the plus price. What did you say? Plus 104 short price? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing as an opening line. Yeah, I'll take the the underdog on the road. Like I said, I made him a minus 120 favorite. I know the uh, the Cubs aren't the best team on the road, but I just think this is a good spot for them. They're playing good baseball right now, 7-3 and in their last 10. They've won three games straight against the Cardinals. One of them was against uh, Miles Mikolas, who pitched in his last outing, and it just wasn't good. He gave up five runs on 11 hits. His hard contact rate was high that day and this season in general miles Mikolic just hasn't been good at home while on the other side justin Steele, he's three and oh this season against the cardinals just six runs given up in 18 innings with 20 strikeouts i just really like this spot for the cubs tomorrow so yeah i didn't have a price but uh i'll, I'll take the plus 104 short dog uh with the cubs i made him the favorite yeah, I agree with uh, everything that you said there, especially what stuck out to me is what you mentioned about Justin Steele's success against the Cardinals this season. 3-0 and uh, record for Justin Steele against the um, Cardinals this season. And each of those, or two of those three games, they've won by at least two earned runs. Um, and Justin Steele has faced just, uh, sorry, Jordan Montgomery, Adam Wainwright, and Jack Flaherty. The only pitcher that he hasn't faced yet is Miles Mikolas. And again, like you mentioned, the home and road splits for Miles Mikolas, 2-2 and at home with a 4.95 ERA. He's allowed 31 earned runs and 56 and one-thirds innings pitched at home on the road thus far this season. 4-3 and with a 3.84. So he's been slightly better on the road thus far this season than he has been uh, in St. Louis for the Cardinals. Um, And the Cardinals have been alternating between win-loss, win-loss. And he did face the Cardinals, sorry, this Cubs team in his last start back on Saturday. Five innings, he allowed five earned runs, 11 hits he allowed in that game as well to the Chicago Cubs. So, and Justin Steele, 
Um, I mean, he's having a Cy Young caliber season. I know he's not up there with the likes of, you know, Zach Gallen, uh, Blake Snell. Um, who's the other name I'm missing? That's uh, in the National League. That's a Cy Young favorite right now. Um, I was just looking at this market earlier. Who am I missing? Uh Spencer Strider was the other name. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for me, yeah, I, I agree with you again, man. Justin Steele just has had the success against this Cardinals team um, at a plus price for um, Justin Steele. I'm going to take that to the bank and hopefully he makes it 4-0 against the Cardinals uh, this season. And again, let's not forget that it's not a huge travel situation for Chicago because they're playing the White Sox in the same city versus the Cardinals, they're in Arizona. They have to travel from kind of the West Coast, or it is the West Coast, back home uh, to St. Louis to take on uh, in this matchup against the Chicago Cubs. So, uh, yeah, I will be on the Cubbies with you with Justin Steele on the mound. Uh, all right, next game on the board here, D-Rock. We have the Cleveland Guardians. They are traveling to Chicago to take on the White Sox, a AL Central matchup. I'm seeing a 8-10 Eastern start. Tanner Bybee is going to get the start here for the Cleveland Guardians. And Dylan Cease, I am seeing, going to get the start here for the Chicago White Sox. Lines for this game, I am currently seeing that the White Sox are a minus 110 home favorite. Even money on the money line for the Cleveland Guardians. Total is set at 8.5. D-Rock, what do you got for this game? Ooh, so I didn't see lines when you uh, before we jumped on, but you're reading them to me now. I made the White Sox a minus one thirty five favorite at home, minus one and a half. I need a plus one fifty. Uh, I don't see that as well. I made my total eight point two, so eight and a half. I kind of would look under. You do have winds blowing in tomorrow in Chicago, but you know, I, I guess it's just really hard for me uh, personally just to advise people to take the White Sox. I, I saw Dylan C's pitch in Minnesota last week, and he was good. His hard contact rate was at 18. He was lights out, but once that bullpen comes in, man, everything's just off the table. They lose a yeah. lot of games because their bullpen is so bad. They got walked off a few times this week by the Minnesota Twins, so I, I just don't know if I could go back to them. I'd, at minus 110 is a good price, but Cleveland, I, I do think Cleveland is good. You know, uh, they're 21 and 26 straight up. They've lost four straight, the White Sox. I, like I said, I think the Guardians are the better team. Uh, what's the price on them plus 100? So I just uh, refreshed my page. So the White Sox now are at minus 120 and then even oh, wow. money for the Guardians. And then the run line, um, I don't know why it's plus one and a half for the White Sox, but the total is at eight and a half. Yeah, I guess – wow, money's already coming in on the White Sox then. Uh, yeah. I, I guess if money continues to go in on them, if we could get a plus 120, plus 130, I probably would see myself on the Guardians just because, you know, I, I do think they're the better team. I don't trust the White Sox in their bullpen. And, the you know, the, the Guardians, they're 4-2 in their last six. They, they won again today. Granted, they did play the Kansas City Royals, but mm-hmm. – I don't know. I, I I would rather do that than bet the, bet the total just because I, I am seeing the lines now. Under eight and a half is that even money, even though I made my total eight point due. I lean under, but I would definitely take the plus price with the Guardians, to be honest. Yeah, this was probably the hardest game on this card yeah. to handicap for me because I just don't know what I'm going to get from Dylan Cease on a, on a on a 
daily or not daily basis, but when he does start, right? Because he's really been inconsistent this season. Versus Tanner Bybee, at least over his last five starts for the Guardians, he's 3-0 and with a 1.21 ERA. He's only allowed four runs in 29 and two-thirds innings pitched. Um, he has gotten a little bit of trouble on the road where he is 2-1 and with a 4.38 ERA, but the Guardians have won four of his last five starts. Um, and you take a look at some of the opponents. I mean, he is through seven shutout innings against the Philadelphia Phillies. He allowed two earned runs to the Texas Rangers, six to one victory against the Royals, six nothing against the Cubs, four to two against the Brewers. Victory is there. So I think that if Bybee's able to um, keep his walks under control, because in three of his last five starts, uh, going back to that Milwaukee, Chicago, Kansas City Royals game, he gave up four walks, two walks, and four walks uh, to the opposition. But in back-to-back starts against the Rangers and the Phillies, he's only allowed one walk each in each of those starts. Um, uh, yeah, I think I- I'm leaning here with the Guardians as well. And this might just be Dylan Cease's last start for the White Sox uh, before he may mm. get traded. Uh, we never, we don't know, but there are yeah. some rumors stru- uh, swirling about Dylan Cease uh, potentially being on the move as we approach the trade deadline. But Dylan Cease has had pretty good success against his Guardians team as well, which kind of just leads me towards betting the under with you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting this back to since 2021. Dylan Cease, again, it's a win-loss, win-loss type of situation for Dylan Cease. So, um Guardians for me, if you're making me pick a side, but I do love the under eight and a half in this game. If you do want to bet the White Sox, like Dylan mentioned, you probably want to do it in the first five innings because this bullpen will come in and fuck it up for you. Uh, And I've learned that the hard way this season. So, um, yeah, I will take Guardians, even money, and then under eight and a half at even money in this game. And real quick, Moonoff, uh, yeah. don't sleep now, but the Guardians bats have kind of woken up this this past two, three weeks, right before, uh, mm-hmm. after the All-Star break. 13th in batting average, they're fourth in triples, they're the best team that doesn't strike out, they're sixth in doubles, 12th in stolen bases, they're aggressive on the base paths as well, so watch out. I, I, I trust the Guardians much more, especially the way they've been hitting. You see uh, Jose Ramirez have another big shot today, so... True. I, 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 I just I, I think they're just a much better team. So to get plus money, I, I gotta take them. And you mentioned Dylan Cease being on the move. Did you hear the the Rays are interested in taking Lance Lynn? Why? I, <laughs> when I saw that, my mom was like, my mom was watching TV. I mean, she was like, "Is he good?" I go, "No, I don't understand why they want him." So I, I just yeah. wanted to get your thoughts on that real quick. Yeah, I mean, you saw my reaction. Why? <laughs> um, he hasn't had a good season. I know he's pitching tonight, right, against the Chicago yeah. uh, Cubs in, in that in the matchup. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. The the we. I don't think Scott mentioned this as well when we were kind of doing playoff updates last week. Is that we're really not talking about how the Rays have kind of been lackluster, I guess I should say, after that hot start that they had against some of the yeah. bottom teams in the MLB. They got off to, what, like an 11-0, 12-0, 13-0 no start, but since that point, they just haven't. They've just been playing 500 baseball, and yeah. the Baltimoreos have now caught them in that AL East division. So um, something to keep an eye on. Again, they got walloped today by the Miami Marlins, what, 7-1 to in that game, and it made me look like an idiot. But, um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I agree. See, I feel like there's some good. Not, I want to say there's gonna. I think feel like this MLB trade deadline is gonna be really active, though. I hope so, and I and I do think they need pitching, but it's not Lance Lynn. I, I don't think he's That's gonna not. come in and save the day for them. But you're right. I mean, after the hot start. I, I'm like so surprised that the Orioles are two games ahead of the Rays. And I think it's on the road at home. They're really good, but on the road, they're just a 500 ball club. So yeah. I, they really need to pull it together because when the, when the playoffs do come, if they get a, a, an away game, I, they might lose. I mean, it's the same story about the Rays every single year. Like they get in, they dominate the regular season. They get to the playoffs, and it's usually a first round exit. Or if they're in the wild card game, or there's a divisional yeah. round series for them, they're they're usually out. And I think it's happened in back to back seasons for them. I think last season they got bounced by the Guardians, and I think the previous season I think the Red Sox uh, took them out. I want to say in the divisional series as well. So, um, yeah, you never know what you can expect from the Rays, especially in the playoffs, because again. They pride themselves on pitching. Like we've talked about some of the great arms that they have. And I know they've dealt with a lot of injuries in that pitching rotation, but at some point you have to also score runs to win ball games. And I think they just haven't been able to do that in the um in the playoffs at least. Yeah. Uh so, so that's a short schedule. I mean, only five games on the board tomorrow. Um there are some conflicting things now. I'm seeing Shohei Otani may get the start for the Angels tomorrow in game one. So uh, definitely look out for that uh, for the Angels. Again, they they usually not oh, a lot of teams usually change up their pitching rotation when they are do get into a doubleheader. So uh, keep that in mind. Might see Otani uh, getting the start tomorrow for the Angels in Game One. Um, all right, Dylan. One order of business left. It's going to be hard pickings here for us <sighs> with only about four to five games here, but we'll do our best to give out some picks here. Whether uh, obviously with the lock in dog. So you want to lead us off here. Yeah, lead us off. Uh, for my lock, nothing really stood out, but we'll go to Queens. We'll go to the Mets in the national games. I will take the over eight and a half. I still like the nine. Uh, I mean, like I said, I made my total 9.1. I know Sanka has been much better at home, but Munoff made a great point. Just look at Josiah's Gray's uh, history against the Mets. Mets usually light him up. Hopefully, Pete Alonso was w- waking up a little bit. Jeff McNeil had a good game the other day. So both teams are scoring runs. I think we'll see a higher scoring game. Plus, we have wins blowing out as well. That should help us. So I'm going to go over for the Mets and Nationals. And for my luck, I'll actually take a dog. I I love the Cubs tomorrow, to be honest. So uh, plus 104. uh, It's a short. It's a short dog, but I, I still like them as my favorite. I think they should be the favorite. I made them the minus 120 favorite. Justin Steele, he's going under the radar, and he's not even in the top five or six. I was looking at the uh, the National Cy Young Award, and he you could get him 25 to 1 right now. So I think there's a little value there with Justin Steele if he continues the way he's been going. But, yeah, just six runs given up in 18 innings against this Cardinals team. He's 3-0. and Cubs playing good baseball right now, so going to be a hot one. It's, not, it's supposed to be 97 tomorrow in St. Louis, but I, I do like the Cubs tomorrow to get the win. Yeah, I'm there with you on the Cubs. Uh, Justin Steele, like we talked about, uh, 3-0 and this season against the Cardinals. Uh, just been absolutely dominant. I think that's going to continue on Thursday night for Justin Steele, so I will take that as my dog. I mean, I know it's even money or around plus 104, plus 105, depending on your shop. Um, I mean, we have two games right now that have even money as underdogs. So, I mean, it's it's hard to give out a pick here. So that'll be my dog with you uh, on the Chicago Cubs or as my dog for the Chicago Cubbies. 
Uh, for my luck, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the I'm gonna ride your Mets, man. Give me the minus one and a half at even money. Um, I trust Kodai Senga at home more. Obviously, we talked about the home and road splits for him, but I think more so it's about the bats that have you know looks like they're waking up for the New York Mets uh, over the past week or so here. And I know JoJo Gray, like I mentioned in the 2021 season and in the last in this two starts in 2022 got a little bit roughed up against this Mets team. I know you had a good start earlier this season, but that was all the way back in April. And again, right now this, I know we've shit on the Mets a lot this season, but at least in current form building and, and you, you've already spoken to this, that the, the bats are looking like they've woken up a little bit. So hopefully they can carry that momentum from Yankee stadium to uh to city field and again not a huge travel situation when when you have these kind of inner city matchups um between these two teams so uh i'll go with the mets minus one and a half even money as my lock and then for my dog chicago cubs right now i see even money on DraftKings. but again like dylan said shop around you'll be able to find a better price around plus 104 plus 105 on the chicago cubs All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, Short and sweet, about four to five games on Thursday. Not really used to seeing this. Well, we're kind of used to seeing it in the earlier in the season, but as we kind of, you know, go through the season, we usually get about six, seven, eight matchups on Thursday. So um, unfortunately for this Thursday, at least we only have about four to five matchups, but again, Dylan, I won't be surprised if, you know, that Tigers and the Angels, game is postponed again because um, the weather that I'm seeing is probably going to be even worse uh, either going into tonight or maybe even tomorrow. But again, good reminder to check out the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Just hit that MLB picks tab. You'll see our picks uh, up there daily. D-Rock, anything else we need to mention before we get out of here? Uh, no, just uh, we're watching some baseball tonight, going to see Oppenheimer. Uh, I don't know if anyone has seen it, so hopefully it's good. I heard it's really long, but uh, yeah, going oh, to see that. Uh, I got the Mets tonight, first five. Uh, me and Mal on the same page there. Uh, gonna fade Lance Lynn again over two and a half earned runs, and I do like the Red Sox and Braves under, so got some plays for tonight as well. So good luck to everyone who has some bets. Yeah, we'll be back uh, tomorrow as usual for the Friday game. So look out for us then. If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel for the MLB Gambling Podcast, please do so. And if you haven't left us a rating or review, really, really helps grow the show. Uh, I haven't seen many reviews come across, so I'm a little bit disappointed with our listeners. So do us a favor. Leave us a rating and review. It really helps us grow the show. All right, like I mentioned, we'll be back tomorrow. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.